you're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Holy moly, kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast is back again for episode 151. I don't know what that is in Roman numerals, but just imagine it. My name is Jordan Lowe. <laughs> I'm Cliff Barnes. <laughs> <sighs> just imagine it. <laughs> Whatever Roman numerals you think it is, just imagine That's it. That's what it head. is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it works for me. Even you. On, on our way to another, another 150. Which, if I did any preparation whatsoever, I would have like figured it Looked out. Yeah, written it's it down. Like, some, uh, probably something very simple. We don't play like, At least way. that's what C, I'm imagining. Something. C is 100. What's right. 50? L, maybe? L? So yeah. C-L-I? Wow, that's oh, that pretty easy. Pretty simple. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> man, we've had a lot of news just like oh, within 24 man. hours. So. Ah, my brain's busting. Let's get to it. I have been having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful <laughs> week. I'm so excited. Uh, so, yes. so. This is Cliff Day for sure. It really is. I, I just, you know, go for it. So last Friday, uh, we've been in the midst of Star Wars celebration in Chicago, and a ton of news has dropped. Nothing bigger than that first teaser for Episode Nine. I'm sure by now it has been ripped apart. Every frame has been overanalyzed, but it's still fresh in our minds. So but I want to know, us. not by <laughs> us. I want to know, two of the biggest Star Wars fans I know, what are you feeling today? Just hours, mere hours uh, yeah. after seeing it. First footage from this I, new film. I, I will admit, I watched it a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, it three times. I've yeah. it three times. Um, every time something like this happens, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm never let down. Like I, I I'm always hyped up for it. No matter what they show me, I'm all on board. You're the perfect fan. I, <laughs> It's like he's made in the laboratory. You just keep bringing it on. The Imagineers just started putting parts together. <laughs> and what did yeah. I say? Oh, I said if Cliff was the only Star Wars fan I knew, I would think Star Wars fans are so easy to please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there would be no internet. It would just be. Yeah, it'd be great. I um I was at work today, and I Jordan on our messenger between the three of us you know instantly the trailer and i was and i was like so oh. i saw it before you did yeah oh. I, I was like i had just got to work and i was like oh my gosh and i'm i'm <laughs> not getting frantically hitting my you know you i told nick and, last night i was like nick you know it's gonna be tomorrow i was yeah. like i was like it's coming tomorrow and he's like okay so yeah i knew right. i knew the panel was happening today so it was inevitable that there's no way they were going to get through that panel and not show yeah. something right and we, we didn't know the name of the film until the trailer. And came. it right. is? The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so what is your first... What, 
Yeah. Your first reaction to that before you're, I, you heard anything. I had no idea what that meant. Yeah. I mean, we're out of Skywalkers, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, technically, we got but Kylo. Actually, yeah, that was my thought. Kylo was, I thought, oh, because you know we had Anakin and his fall from grace. Right. We had Luke and his defiance when they try to lure him into the dark side. Right. So, only thing left has to be Kylo, who has already turned to the dark side turning back mm. yeah i my first reaction was that's a title <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was my instant reaction yeah i thought because i i hate rise i think rise is a, is a weak word um skywalker mm-hmm. you know scares scared me a little at first because I'm so worried of them backtracking on Ryan Johnson's story, right? Of, of her being not from the Skywalkers. So, but I'm I'm not going to assume that they are backtracking. I'm going to assume the best yeah. that it's about Kylo or or something else. And because especially with Star Wars, so many times recently, things are in the trailer that never are in the movie. Yeah. And they kind of tease one thing, yeah. and then it's something completely different. Right. That has happened. I did, but the title probably is yeah. important. Yeah, I did think afterwards. I was like, "Why did we never think Skywalker would be in the title?" Because this is literally the last movie that there should be any Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that it's in there. Yeah. Except I wish it was. I was telling him before he got her. I wish it was Return. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's just a stronger word. This doesn't matter. I mean, don't. This is a podcast. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about these stupid details. But like, I wish it was Return of the Skywalker or Return of Skywalker. That would that would be my yeah. Ultimate. I mean, Return yeah. of Skywalker yeah. would be my pick. Yeah. I, I I just I I don't like Rise, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I just that's my personal preference. Well, I I thought the same thing at first, and then I remembered something. Rise. Rise. <laughs> So it yeah. has been. It's, it has been used before in Star Wars. <clears throat> it's been used in uh, Van Wilder too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I thought a, that. And I got. I got. I got over that. It doesn't matter. I just. Yeah. I don't know. It's not the problem. Is the Last Jedi was a killer title. Well. <laughs> And I, and I don't and then they cut, show us the poster. The poster poster is just the title and some stars. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, we had that great Last Jedi. Poster. So it really should have been the Last Skywalker, last movie, and then See, Rise of the Jedi. This movie. My my real fear is <laughs> you're because, such a troll. <laughs> as, I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> as three fans that really enjoyed the Last Jedi, who let's face it most star wars fans i think it's fair to say hated it that's probably important to point out if you're newer to this podcast we had very little bad to say about last right we were not on board with a loud portion of the fan base who wanted it stricken from the record if you search out our uh Review of it, and we understand. Maybe let us convince you. We well, we understand the criticism. Yeah, there yeah, were sure. things. It yeah. wasn't perfect. No, but it's just to us, it didn't. It wasn't sacrilegious the way it was to a lot of people. Right, the way right. Luke acted, or the way things kind of changed 
we're okay with that. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to be, but just for us, we thought the film was so good, it won us over. It got us over that hump of, wait, why would Luke act that way? So, right. yeah, our our hopes for episode nine were sky high, thinking Ryan Johnson was going to be yeah. finishing Involved. this. Yeah, hoping. So yeah, then that, when that JJ the came ultimate. back, I'm not sure where we are then. Yeah, because in, in that, that's my... And probably your fear too hmm. is um, I've, I've got it figured out. I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> well, you know, JJ coming back in and picking up. I'm afraid there's going to be a lot of retconning well, in what, there. What, 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 like it's been known that he did the Force Awakens. He did a, a photocopy of Star Wars, right? And then they, when Colin Trevorrow was. Yeah. You know, fired or quit or whatever happened and is not a part of this last movie anymore. And they asked JJ, he, he said no, yeah. because he feels like he got lucky people liked Force Awakens in the first place <laughs> and he doesn't want to be that guy. But then I think JJ is great for to bring in in a series that you're doing a reboot of because he's very good at bringing things that you know. And are familiar and love and sprinkling sprinkling them yeah. into that movie, yeah. and it becomes everybody loves it because oh, it's everything I remember. Right. What well, happened? What yeah. happened though was Ryan Johnson was a you know big contrast to that and came up with a very fresh thing. Yeah, he's such a vibrant filmmaker. Yeah, come up with these ideas and take it in that and, sh- you know fresh direction. Yeah. And, and he did not continue some of the storylines J.J. left there. And that's Disney's fault for letting They don't map it out. They, yeah. It yeah. blows my mind right. that they did not map out. Here are the... Here's the arc. Yeah. Do what you want with that. Write out... Make up your own details. But this is going to happen. Yeah. and Which I, I mean, I like and I don't like. I like that they gave him... The freedom, freedom. Mm-hmm. to do what he wanted, or we would never have got the last. Yeah. Jedi. So either that's on, you know, that's not on Ryan Johnson. That is on Kathleen Kennedy or whoever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blame Disney. That's my bumper sticker. <laughs> my thing is, though, I feel like we're going to get Return of the Jedi. Uh, I mean, uh, Kylo mm-hmm. is Darth Vader. She's Luke Skywalker. Kylo's going to, at the last second, be good again and and stop apparently the emperor again right <laughs> yeah i mean and then you have enough for everyone <laughs> exactly. you know what the, i told jordan and you may mm-hmm. this may be the most controversial statement you've ever come out of my mouth <laughs> like you'd never believe i'm about to say this there's only one thing that trailer needed an ewok <laughs> it really did i would have loved me an ewok in <laughs> had, there had they rolled out war warwick davis on oh. there with the you know holding a stick i mean i think we're go- i think there's shoot. a good chance we're gonna get them in this movie I too. and i'm gonna love it like yeah. as much as i don't like it when i think about return i am hungry for it in this movie like Here, seriously this is i kind of feel like it's unfortunate it kind of happened this way because i was starting to really get amped up for Endgame. Like, it's kind of been everywhere. Now you don't care anymore. People have been talking about it. This trailer hit today, and I was like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. My life is right here Yeah, in this I trailer. seriously just need to get my affairs in order because this year, <laughs> I just got to make it through this year. <laughs> I got Game of Thrones ending, Endgame, yeah. you know, Avengers ending, and, then, and then, then this. This is it. Over. We can just yeah. pack it this in. It. I don't done. even have to make it to Christmas just that week before or whatever yeah. this comes out. That, yeah, that did seem a little bit like Disney's 
stealing his own thunder. But yeah, I'm sure you know before Endgame, we're going to get you know on the big screen, we're going to oh, see yeah. this trailer. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure that but, may not be a great idea. <laughs> Cliff and I may just get up and go. That's right. Go get. I want to get in line for right, right <laughs> for the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Two, please. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so do we want to play a little bit of it? Yeah, play it. Do it. Okay, since we have that capability now. Are we ta- Are we reacting to it? Oh, <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Yeah. We can talk about it all we want through here. Turn your computer a little bit so we can see it. Or not. There we go. I can't hear it. We're back in the desert here. Know. Yeah. First off, we were noticing... Ray, Daisy Ridley looks amazing. Jordan said striking. She is just and she she is Star Wars right now. She just looks strong and and yeah, yeah, just her eyes. She's she's older. She looks like she's like her. I don't know. It's whether she's lost a few pounds or something. Baby face. Yeah, think of Luke in the first movie, farm boy, and then walking in in the black duds and Jedi. She looks. Yeah, she looks serious. She pulled that lightsaber out, and immediately my words were blue or green. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I wanted to know. And And then this amazing north by northwest shot here. Yeah, Kylo chasing her down. This is Episode One, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Darth Maul coming in on the speeder. I'm not sure what noise I made when she jumped. I was like, that was amazing. Yeah. She my leaps up there like I can't wait to see it. Then the music pumping in, just great. This is beautiful Leia's theme, is yeah, not? beautiful. Yeah. So we see, yeah, we see BB-8. You got Lando. Lando, yeah, making his video game <laughs> laugh. Uh, I don't know what's going on or some war, and then it looks like a sail barge. Okay. Like, what's the metal or something that they show? What is that gold? That's the metal from A New Hope. That's, okay. I don't know if it's Hans. Is or... it chocolate? <laughs> I have to assume it is. Ugh. And then the laugh of the Emperor. And I'm just like, what? I was a little perturbed at that. Like, if the Emperor is not dead, what was the point of well, anything? Hey, if Darth Maul can uh, survive being cut in half it, in Star it, that's, Wars... I'm fine. As long as the Emperor has spider legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I. It could easily be that he is in Kylo's head or yeah, something. There's any number of explanations, right. so I'm not going to yeah. get real bent out of shape. There's yeah. not, not, it isn't going to bother me that much if he's alive. It just... I. I mean, it's cool that the guy's still alive to even do be a part of it. Yeah, I think this is that's part of that retconning because Ryan Johnson killed Snoke, right? Yeah. So we have no big bad because in the Last Jedi, yeah, uh, Kylo, we have to have somebody for Kylo to turn against at the exactly, end. Exactly, right? because Kylo was you know kind of back and forth. I there think it for should be BB-8. Bit. He should BB-8 goes bad. <laughs> BB-8. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, and I will admit, I watched the trailer a couple times, went back, watched the entire live panel, um, and it was fine. It was it had some good moments. They're moments. like, we can't tell you anything. Steve, well, Stephen Colbert was the host, and I like Stephen, and uh, he told a neat little story, and then um, they brought, you know, different cast members out until you had your full cast out there, and then they showed the trailer, and the trailer goes off. We get a shot of the crowd, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Everybody's kind of reacting. You know, that big laugh had just hit. And then 
the camera goes back up and there's like red across the bottom of the stage and Ian McDermott is standing there. And I was like, I, I, like, even though it was recorded, <laughs> I went crazy. <laughs> I was just like, you're jumping on the mat. I was, I was just bed to bed to bed in the store today. <laughs> and, uh, then Jordan mentioned something about you read online where... Yeah, I had seen... Yeah, because the crowd didn't know he was there, right. obviously. So the crowd, you know, the lights come up. He's standing there. I'm sure big applause. And he says, let's roll it again. Yeah. So they watch it the second say, time. Say it like that. It's total emperor <laughs> voice. <laughs> and yeah, so I went back and watched that. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I'm pumped for it. That was a killer trailer. The crowd. The begin. The first. You know, the first thirty seconds of that trailer is just amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. She looks so great. Mm-hmm. Like she just. I love Ray. They could I, not have picked a better lead for this. I, I yeah, series. they knocked it out of the park mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. She is Star Wars. Yeah. Like I, I love that she is just a, as much as Luke for me. Like I, yeah. I mean, she, she's incredible. So I can't wait to see how that plays out. And then the scene later in hugging Princess Leia, mm-hmm. yeah. tear comes down the yeah. Cheek. What yeah? What all Ooh. footage are we gonna get the of that? Feels, I can't the wait. Feels of that. Yeah. Well, JJ was saying in the panel, he kind of addressed that a little bit. And most of the footage they, my understanding that they used is from the Force Awakens. It's not from the Last Jedi. Right. So I don't. Yeah, maybe that's why Ray is dressed more like she was in, in right, the Force yeah, Awakens. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they kind of cut it together. Like so yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I can't wait. I, I mean, we're we're lucky to whatever we get. I'm gonna be happy with. I, I I'm a I'm a homer for this, but again, I think we're gonna. I like I said, I loved Force Awakens. Yeah. I I I liked Last Jedi more, mm-hmm. but I really did like Force Awakens. It was just a little safe, and I feel like we're gonna. I'm okay, I guess, with the safe ending here. I'd rather that than it be totally screwed well, up. Well, yeah, I'm just hoping it really they find a way to tie the the this film in with the other two as as one because there is a quite a contrast in those two first two movies. And you can't tell me episode 4 knew exactly where it was going no, when it no, ended. No. So there's some things I'm sure they it had to work. They didn't even know where it was but, coming from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's we've said this before as we've discussed Star Wars as a whole that it is a product. It's a commodity created by a corporation and if uh, awful lot of people are boycotting and complaining and everything negative, 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 you have to address that in some way. You're not, you're not. It's not straight art. That's <laughs> I will never compromise my art for the masses. No, this is for the masses. This is supposed to appeal to as wide an audience as possible. So I, I, as much as uh, I don't want that to be the driving force behind it, I understand it completely. Yeah, be, I mean. The only thing is they can't, uh, for me, they can't step over the line and say she's a Skywalker. Like, yeah, if they do that, that's that's feeding the trolls. Right. Now, it's fine to have it be plenty Skywalker-centric with Kylo sure. and all that, and then whatever else they want to add, do anything. But as long as you keep the story that's been told mm-hmm. and, it, you know, play your safe ending or whatever. I was, I was say, saying, though... It's so funny to read the comments. 
today. Some, some no, article. No, it's not. It's, it's never. Oh, funny. oh, yeah, but it, it, not, not okay. Not a comment, but an article <laughs> yeah. saying why, how could like Palpatine be alive? And there's like mm. this whole thing naming all these characters from extended universe stuff of how this and that. And I'm yeah. just like. Like you guys are dreaming exactly. if you think they took any of that into account. I'm I'm sorry, but this is super Star Wars nerd that you have to be to think, well, they took this from this video game and they're taking this from this cartoon and, right. and because of that and it's like no, 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 no. Not <laughs> to the general masses. They know the movies. It has to come from the movies. I'm right. sorry. Right. It does. So but yeah, the last one, like we said, it opens up the whole future by moving past this mystical family and the destiny of the bloodline mm-hmm. and saying everyone has the power. Right. That opens up every possible door to anything you want to do in the future. And to walk that back would be a big mistake. It, it, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think I said in the review, you know, Finn's line in The Last Jedi, when he comes up and, and nails Phasma... And he's, you know, she says, you rebels, you scum. And he says, rebel scum. That just, I mean, that was yeah. the moment to me. That was my, one of my absolute, maybe favorite line of all Star Wars. Just because it just, it gives you so much possibility of, you know, everybody can be involved. You don't have to be a Skywalker. You don't have to be a Jedi. Let's, you know, continue on with that. So what we do know is there is a time lapse from Last Jedi to Rise of Skywalker, we don't know how long, but obviously. we we had predicted years. Yeah, you know we had you know we've thought there has to be years for them to develop any sort of rebellion. Right, they only right. had the spark. Yeah, you know, so it had it we had, had to move all on. those kids from the stables got to grow up. Right, exactly. Be adults. Right. Yeah, you right. can't tend to the horses forever. <laughs> um, and JJ also said, I believe today that. Um, this the story in this movie is very much because people were asking with the last Jedi we had um, our heroes split up a lot and somewhat in the Force Awakens too everybody was kind of doing their own thing a, a bit and in this movie JJ said it's going to be you know our main characters are going to go have an adventure together that's true most of the shots you saw all the characters yeah, the droids yeah. like everyone was in the same shot of yeah, that's kind of interesting because they don't really do that and any of the other movies do right. that like that yeah so except and, well you know when you think about return but, i'm trying to think about return they did kind of have lando and chewie up in the millennium falcon like they do in this trailer while the other ones are down on indoor yeah i was the only thing that probably could have got me just a little bit more hyped had it not been chewbacca sitting there but the old nine numb <laughs> <laughs> but i i think it, and then we had had a Death Star in the trailer, you know. Yeah, what? it's absolutely um, a Death Star, you know, or a piece of it, anyways. Yeah. And uh, right before we hear that laugh, so I don't. Uh, yeah. Is this indoor, the far moon of indoor? Kind of Death Star. We don't that know, might be but. my favorite aspect of these latter mm-hmm. movies is incorporating you know the the war that happened like yeah there's all these crash ships and there's yeah. all these people who grew up you know, under the thumb of the empire who Which, you know yeah i love the fallout of that the, the real world thinking real world wise like there is stuff that would have been you know in reaction to all that this is stuff. a very lucas thing to do you know when he came up with this world everything looked used everything was you know the millennium falcons the 
fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Everything looks like it, you know, has been beat to hell over and over and over again. And yeah, I mean, that's like it's been buried in the backyard. Right, exactly. Waiting for Michael to come along and dig it up. All right, I think we. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. We're excited. <laughs> I, I enjoy the anticipation though. I, I'm I'm yeah. I'm fine looking forward to that. Like I said, I don't want this year to be over. So all this stuff will be And and Disney needs a hit right here because Galaxy's Edge is opening. It opens in Disneyland um May thirty first. It opens in Walt Disney World on August uh twenty ninth. So they can't, you know incorporate all this and not have it's I'm sure they'll be fine. This is going to be make a bazillion dollars. So, all right. So, what was going on Disney wise that we got all this Disney news as well? Well, we we got some streaming news. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Yeah. Before I got uh, all hyped up about this uh, trailer day before i was all hyped up about disney plus and we got a lot of information so where was there, is there some event going on or did they just released like a press release no yeah this was um just came out i think it apparently just put it we got star wars happening there's a lot going on let's again let they're stepping know. on their toes like give us a couple days to digest yeah. all this please yeah yeah definitely um although i'm sure they wanted to release stuff at star wars celebration so they probably wanted to get the basics out there first because you know people have been there's been a lot of speculation people are starting to demand um to know what there's going to be if we want to order the service because we didn't have a date so now at least we have a date november 12th disney plus the streaming service will be live all right you know how tight i am with my money so sell it to me cliff what what okay. will get me to subs- push that subscribe well button? number one let's not forget netflix is raising their price to somewhere around 13.99 13.50 whatever disney plus 6.99 a month or 70 dollars for an entire year which is only about 5.99 a month and i feel that is kind of the try us out early adopter you know price sure that if they broke out at 10 or 12 15 99 a month now there's also a little harder there's also a possibility that disney plus may be bundled with hulu and espn plus they're all you know one company um so there's a lot of speculation about you know almost like a cable package you can get these three together your sports your you know your disney entertainment that all the stuff they own and that's that's interesting hulu being you can get your live television through hulu or you know you watch uh network shows a day later whatever it is um with very minimal commercials so disney plus we know is not going to have any ads that's a plus Hmm. big plus of the plus And they've, they've announced some of the, you know, upcoming things. The big thing that's going to be consist of Disney Plus, of course, is Disney and Disney Channel, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Okay, those are going to be your your five main con- contributors. Are they content. not? Are they just folding all the Fox stuff in? They're not keeping anything Fox 
labeled separately as Fox you know, brand. I, I don't think they are. I, I, yeah, to me, I would just get rid of the, the name. The, yeah. the, you don't want to yeah. be associated yeah. with it anymore. Yeah, just fold it all in. Yeah, part of the um, part of the new service and the Fox stuff. You know, probably their biggest property is maybe the Simpsons. Um, so this is going to be the new home of, of the Simpsons, you know, 30 years of episodes. <laughs> That's hard to believe 30 years. Um, well, I'm going to subscribe just to watch all the Simpsons and I'm, I'm only going to pay for it until I watch every Simpsons. So you get through all right. those. <laughs> <laughs> so right off the bat, day one, we know, um, I believe we're getting 18 of the 21 or 22 Pixar films currently. Um, the the rest, you know, their new releases, they will come on board uh, eventually. Um, Mar- uh, Star Wars, we're getting the Mandalorian television series. We also um, we know about the Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Rogue One, Diego Luna is going to reprise his role and do more of a prequel series. K two S O. Yeah, Alan Tudyk has con- been confirmed. That he's going to come back as as the droid, <laughs> and then um, Marvel had some big announcements. We knew about Loki the series. We knew um, there was a rumor about uh, the Falcon and um, Winter Soldier having a kind of a buddy cop uh, series with the you know Sebastian Stan and. Uh, I am going to have to order this, aren't I? You really are. Man. Now, that's not launch. That's not going to be at launch. No, That's no. like second year. Well, thing. i got to get through the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, also a want, what's been titled WandaVision. Um, so the Scarlet Witch and the Vision are going to yeah. have their Paul own Batman series. Or like that. should have been called Rise of the WandaVision. Yeah. That would have been better. But they're going to... The thing... The difference being that these are actually going to be people from the movies and right. these shows. I mean, yeah, like we get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we've had these kind of network shows before, but I don't feel they'd have these actors in it and mm-hmm. be kind of a low-budget network-type show. This will be a prestige, big-budget yeah. thing. It's going to be an event, and even more than like the Netflix shows. The Marvel Netflix shows are great, yeah, but I can't imagine them even they being that, that star power. They though. won't be that quality even. It's going to yeah. be above. And, and I th- we mentioned, or I did on the show, in a different episode that Disney Bob Iger pretty much came out and said we are spending more money than Netflix has ever spent on their content. So I mean they're they're really putting a lot into this. We they are going after Netflix. They and are, I was kind of stunned by like I said all the documentaries, the cooking shows, <laughs> the travel shows. Like they're trying to be a whole cable channel. You know, yeah. we're getting every type of show. We're getting a National Geographic program starring <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's pretty. I give me I, here's my credit card. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. I, I'm Until we get the true crime like murder mystery, like yeah. who, who murdered Goofy? But that's all we're missing. Yeah, and, we're, and like you said, we're getting. Um, there's a, a Marvel six one six show. There's a Disney Imagineering show that I was like, "Are you kidding me? I, this is stuff I've wanted for years." Um, the Hawkeye. There was also supposed to be Hawkeye. A- yes, Jeremy Renner, or as I think that they should name it, Hawk Guy, like <laughs> out of the comics, and that would be going for it. And they're cowards if they don't do it. But <laughs> did we even mention what if? 
yeah, yeah what if animated series which if, isn't yeah. going to be at launch but but we it'll know be the, coming in the first year. And the first one is going to be what if Peggy Carter had became Captain America. And I mean that to me just the rumored stuff and the announced stuff is as much or more than DC has on their oh, that's all they have. Mm-hmm. This is we get all this Marvel stuff and everything else. Yeah. Like yeah. this has already blown DC out of the water for, for my money. Oh, very yeah. and and I <clears throat> As one who has been uh, partaking <laughs> in, D- in DC Universe, like I think it's great. I have highly enjoyed the two television shows, the originals that have come out. I've watched a bunch of the movies on there. Um, they have, you know, they've just incorporated a ton of their digital, like pretty much all of their digital library is now available just through that service. Um, so I mean they they've got some great content but this is there's no comparison so far. Um so I, it, I was not expecting that many original shows. No. And I they could just coast on the library they have yeah. of 75 years of this yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're talking we haven't even talked there's a untitled Muppet series coming out. Thank God, bring the Muppets back. Um <laughs> uh Monsters Inc with John Goodman and Billy Crystal coming back to reprise their roles. Um, I've heard it's... Forky? Yeah, two Forky shorts, guys. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to need that credit card back. (laughs) uh, As far as Star Wars goes... Lady and the Tramp? A live-action Lady and the Tramp, day one. Um, There's a rumored, still in talks, about Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries. Um, It just it, it makes no sense. It's too much. It, it is too much. It's too much, Disney. You've gone too far. <laughs> they're all, don't forget they've already announced they're bringing back Clone Wars. I mean, that's more. You know, I pay for a television package. They're doing the Sandlot, yeah, movie or something or show, and they're doing a, a Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I heard this is the rumored properties that they are rumored, rumored, rumored to be working on: Three Men and a Baby, Don Coyote, Father of the Bride. Lady and the Tramp, Magic Camp, Noel, The Paper Magicians, The Parent Trap, The Sandlot, Stargirl, Sword in the Stone, Timmy Failure, Togo, and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Condor Man? Not yet. (laughs) Fingers crossed, guys. Condor Man. You're going to get, like, uh, when it drops, you'll have a a lot of the Marvel movies will be on there. Right. All the Iron Man's... um, Thor of the Dark World and Ragnarok. A lot of stuff that was on Netflix. Yeah, uh, that was pulled Captain in. Marvel and Endgame will be on there at launch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Instead of waiting until Christmas like we were for Netflix, <laughs> it'll be on there in November. Um, yeah, this is... But the, yeah, this isn't like paying for HBO and you get a network. This is like paying for 17 different versions of HBO. Yeah. Plus an, all the old plus, library. Plus, 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 plus. 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 Like, yeah. The I mean we're talking about you know the Disney animated vault being being opened up, the shorts, the original Disney Channel series all having all their episodes on there. It's insane. Yeah, my my only thing is I like I I know I won't get as much out of it as I barely care and I'm excited. Right, <laughs> I can't imagine what Cliff's, Cliff's like a, vibrating. Saying, to I'm the like wall. there are things <laughs> yeah. like it's still. I wish there was more. 
I personally wanted. Like, I'll never watch an episode of The Simpsons on there. I have nothing against The Simpsons, but I haven't watched it in 20 years. Yeah. You know, I liked it when it, in the early days, and I don't need to go back and watch them. You know, and I, I, I will like these Marvel shows sure. and, and the Star Wars shows. But I don't feel like I'm not like, ooh, I get all these Marvel movies because I had all these Marvel movies on well, Netflix. But I if think, they were just doing new Star Wars shows, you'd probably pay for this service. That's what I'm saying. Just it's, doing, this is a no-brainer for so me. It's just for the Mandalorian. Just bonus stuff. So, right? yeah, there is bonus and, stuff. And I just wish I... I know that there's people out there just getting... Like, Cliff is getting everything he ever wanted. And I'm like, well, then you should pay for mine. I think Because <laughs> I just want five things. But I think <laughs> as many movies as you watch, though... I mean, there's just so much kid stuff that I'm not going to care about. And that's my problem with Netflix is there's so much. I mean, Netflix is now going to be going to feel like a fraction as yeah. far as what I want to watch. Ver- you know, not total content. Yeah. But okay. I barely watch movies on Netflix. I don't have time. Right. There's so many series. All oh, this new one started. I got to get through this one. I got to binge through this one. Like, I don't have time to even watch the movies I want to watch. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, opening up the vault and getting the entire history of these. I don't know. Yeah. When I mean, is there going to be downtime to even watch this? I thing? have no idea. I'm going to yeah, have, have to retire. Sleep less. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if if we get to the point, which I'm sure at some point they will, when they start getting into all those, you know, 20,000 leagues in, under the sea. Um, now we're Swiss, talking. Get to break out the Kraken. Yeah. Swiss Family Robinson. Um the Apple Dumpling Gang. Oh, Apple Dumpling Gang. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen that forever. But those are movies my kids have never seen that I want to watch Your kids have them. never seen? It's not available. Don Knotts and Tim Conway. Nope. Taking care of business. <laughs> Free the Knotts. Yeah. I mean, Get them know, out of that vault. Even your, you know, the 80s, Flight of the Navigator, you know, Black Hole, stuff like that. I mean, geez. I saw Black Hole. Double feature mm-hmm. at the drive-in. <laughs> it was the first show was Sleeping Beauty and yep. then the Black Hole. And I watched Sleeping Beauty and then I fell asleep During watching Black, Black Hole. Hole. Black holes are big right now. We got that's true science <laughs> photos. True. Disney was doing it first. That was m- um, marketing. Disney's great at marketing. <laughs> yeah. So definitely. Yeah, I think if is... NASA had the budget, Disney, oh my we'd gosh. all be living on Jupiter. Probably. Probably so. So yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. I am. What a great week! In the middle of all, in the middle of all this, he's going to go to Disney to Galaxy's Edge. Like, I just want to be like he might in your pocket. Yeah, he's going to like turn into pure energy. Like he's going to leave his mortal form behind (laughs) and merge with Disney. Yeah, this is this is peak cliff. It really is. Like after yesterday, I was it inspired me. I went home and I paid like. Yeah, I made a payment on our vacation. I was like, well, we're definitely going, absolutely going now. Oh, yeah. Better lay down some cash. So. <sighs> the only thing that could make this better is if this was all happening with DC and not Marvel. I just want someday. to suck some of the fun out. Someday. <laughs> so does does this require everyone else to step their game up? The That's DC what I mean. Service, when yeah. we can, the Netflix, like Netflix the, you know, it's going to get lose some of this stuff, and it, like they are just going to have to go even further. Disney, it, stock. we we all benefit. From yeah. This. yeah, yeah. Disney stock went up ten percent after the day after the announcement of Disney Plus, and Netflix stock went down three percent. Well, I know Disney, a Disney stockholder. Disney stock is at the. <laughs> 
<laughs> Disney stock is at its highest point right now that it it, it, oh, that it has ever been. He's probably sniffing that <laughs> thing. He's like, oh, ah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, yeah, I just. Yeah, like you said, if there's no bad news here. I, I want to, like, well, what are they doing wrong? And it's, they're giving consumers what they want at a good value, and they're pushing forward innovation and cheap. competition. It's, it's even cheaper if you buy it as a yearly yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, you're, then you're getting it for, like, five-something a month. And yeah. if they can add in, like you said, the, the network stuff or sports, mm-hmm. then they're giving Suddenlink and all these other places a run for their money. Yeah. Like, people are already cutting the cord at yeah. a pretty high rate. Like, what do you need these for? Yeah, so that, that, they're going to have to innovate and, and get with the program. That That's an interesting dynamic because just in the theme park world, Comcast owns Universal. Comcast owns Universal Parks, who's getting ready to build another park, Fantastic Worlds, featuring all the Nintendo stuff. That's what this is all about. It comes. It really comes down to theme parks. It all began with a mouse. <laughs> so, yeah, so... That's our Amazing. true crime show, the murder of Universal <laughs> Studio. <laughs> How we left it bloodied. Oh, all right. I had to get that out. Moving on. Save Martha! Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before Zod! Under roof! Set it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it going to be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. (laughs) On top of all this goodness at the end of the week, I started my week off with Shazam. Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. (laughs) Well, I want to throw real quick, I don't want to end negatively... So I'm going to throw in... This will lead to Shazam. Mm -hmm. There's a little more info about Zack Snyder. Um, The thing we talked about last time where he talked about Batman killing people and we were living in a dream world, I figured out that was a screening of Watchmen, that there was a QA and a afterwards. Oh, okay. So his comment, once you've seen this movie, Mm -hmm. how are you going to go back to an innocent, fun-loving Batman? So that puts it a little more into context. I still think he's wrong. Yeah, what? Um, so there was a screening of the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman. Not the Snyder cut of Justice League that is for <laughs> So there was a Q&A after this uh, fairly recently. And we got a little more his thought process where if he hadn't left Justice League, where his, his plot line was going. Um, he called it a vocal minority quote, of viewers hadn't liked Batman vs. Superman, which caused <laughs> Warner Brothers to change direction. So Snyder A minority. Was, yeah, so Snyder was gung-ho. Like, he was in charge. He could do what he wanted. And the reaction to Batman vs. Superman made Warner say, well, maybe you shouldn't have carte blanche to do whatever you want. So he said they already had the script for Justice League done. You know, because it Justice yeah. came out pretty soon after. Right. So they had uh, the the quote unquote nightmare sequence with a K yeah. the Batman as like some weird future of mm-hmm. the Superman yep, army yep. that was supposed to be a vision of the future not a dream and they would eventually get to where Darkseid had basically taken over the universe and 
used the anti-life equation on Superman and turned him into like his greatest warrior. So Superman was going to turn evil. Oh, great. Bad Superman. Yeah. He was going to kill Lois Lane. So awesome. And then Flash and Cyborg, some deal, they were going to try to send Flash back in time to save Lois and fix the universe. And that is the where Flash pops up in a cameo saying, yeah. I'm not in the right timeline. So... Yeah, it was all heading toward this dystopian future where Darkseid won. When did he won. pop up and say that? Uh, which movie was that? Was that Batman vs. Superman? That was Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, sitting, uh, in the, sitting in the Batcave, we see Flash kind of come mm-hmm. through the, the right. wormhole. So, again, it's all what-ifs. And he said this was all written. The script for Justice League was written to get us there, but nothing was shot. So this fabled Snyder cut everyone wants yeah. of what should have happened in Justice League pretty much confirm it doesn't exist. There's no yeah. this footage is not out there. It was just a script. But I the comment I read some comment on this article that really sunk into me it's saying Snyder just wanted to do the cool stuff. He didn't lay the groundwork for any of this. So mm-hmm. let's have Superman you know kick everybody's butt. Let's have Superman <laughs> die. Let's have Superman turn evil. Like when did we see Superman being Superman? Right. right? He never saved a kitten from a tree. Like mm-hmm. we didn't get the baseline for who these characters are. We just got the cool stuff that happens later. And it's like he skipped all the important stuff to get to That is that guy. That is who he is. It is the highlight reel yeah. of yeah. all this stuff. Well, it's funny cuz after we had talked watched those comments in that episode and I had that fresh in my head when I went and watched Shazam. And because my thought was there, I mean, they take a shot at him in Shazam. Yeah, that is obvious. And I thought, oh my gosh, he saw Shazam be- before he made those comments, and that's what riled him all up. I put a burr up his yeah, saddle. Yeah, that that was my thought, but apparently not. Then all right. So Seth has not seen Shazam yet. Cliff, mm-hmm. you said you saw it twice. Saw it twice. Wow, I saw it. Um. We're going to spoil... We'll be a little light on spoilers. We won't maybe give away the very the ending. Thing. But we're going to tell you some Easter eggs and stuff. So if you haven't seen it yet and you're very spoiler-phobic, uh, you might uh, tune out now. Thanks for listening. But we're going to dive into what we thought about Shazam. Cliff, I know you adored this movie, Yeah, right? I liked it very, very much. What had happened was <clears throat> oh, Thursday, opening night... Um, I was off work that day, I do believe, and I, I had done a bunch of, I had a really busy day. We ended up over at our friend's um, house. They invited us over that. Well, we went out to dinner, and then we went over to their house for a little bit. Um, uh, Russ that has been on the show before, once before. But anyways, so we get home, and I'm like, just dying to see this movie. And so I told my son, he's 18, I said... Uh, son, you're 18. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. We can go see Shazam now. <laughs> hey, I did hear that there's... Uh, I've listened to a few things and people were are putting out a warning saying, well, saying, hey, this is not the kiddie movie they're showing trailers this, of. This was our experience. So we went to the 10 o'clock show. Just him and I. I was... I made a mistake. I was so hyped up to see this movie. How have I, you survived this week? Wait, wait. But see, I forgot because it was late at night. I My daughter's only 11, almost 12. And I wasn't thinking, and I knew she wanted to go. She told me she had wanted to go see this movie. But it was 10 o'clock, so I was just like, Cooper, I was like, come on, let's go watch this movie. 
He's like, oh, okay. So him and I go and leave her behind because it's like bedtime. Uh, Carly Goodyear. <laughs> <laughs> so we go and afterwards we had a conversation him and I and I was like I don't know I was like I don't know if I can take her to see this like I mean it had a, a few moments I, I had a friend say he covered his daughter's eyes yeah I, and so there's a little bit of language but there's it's, it's nothing real bad yeah. they have some of that in the Marvel movies but there's some brutal yeah. scenes there's one in particular yeah so I had to have a I you know I had to think about it a little bit but and the stuff with his mom is so dark yes like, yeah. it's not these... You know, how many orphans have been in movies? Yeah. And it's always so, sort of, oh, I'm a good kid, just looking for my mom. And it's like, I was like, they can't be doing this direction, can they? <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, it's they just did. dark. So, for anybody that doesn't isn't familiar with Captain Marvel, um, he goes way back. I don't even know when he debu- debuted oh, in Fawcett well, Comics. Well, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> Segway Wiz Comics That's number not how that two. works. That's totally... <laughs> no, you have to say You segue. did it, then you up your fist and said Segway. None of that. No, Segways are only official if you point them out. <laughs> okay. Wiz Comics number two in 1939. There was no Wiz Comics number one because that's how comics worked back in the day. Nobody cared. Uh, co-created by Bill Parker and C.C. Beck. Not that mother scratcher. <laughs> so Sorry, Raising was- Arizona. Come on. We just talked about that. Go on. So this was it said Fawcett Comics. Yeah. Um. So get this, Freddie Freeman, mm-hmm. the kid sidekick, first appeared in 1941, Wiz Comics 25. Okay. Mary appeared in 1942 as Billy's long lost twin sister. The idea of a female superhero counterpart predates Supergirl by 16 years. Yeah, this was pretty progressive. Doctor Savannah, the bald headed mad scientist type predated Lex Luthor by mm-hmm. several months and he was comics first superhero to get his own movie in the 1941 Republic serial Adventures of Captain Marvel so this character broke ground yeah. from the beginning and this character at that time was more popular than Superman so Superman debuted first in 1938 yep. so he obviously came second but this was a whole new concept a, a boy who turns into a superhero completely different and it was so popular, yes, outsold Superman. So what happens? It's comics. Everybody, it has a right. dark history of everyone getting screwed over. National Periodical Publications, who later became DC, sued Fawcett, claiming Captain, Mar- Captain Marvel and his friends were ripoffs. Although, strangely enough, DC didn't mention that they created their own teenage version, <laughs> Superboy, in 1948, and a blood relative female hero, Supergirl, in 1958. So, who was ripping off who, really? They created the Superman family well after there was the Captain Marvel family. Yeah. So, the lawsuit drug on. 1954, Fawcett agreed to cease publication of all Shazam-related publications. And uh, DC didn't bring the character back until 1972. So, basically, he who has more money wins. So, yeah, I imagine an alternate universe where Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel takes the popularity it had and builds a whole universe around it right dc kind of wanes and it becomes those weird public <laughs> domain here you know with like yeah. the, the green llama and all these weird <laughs> you know 1940s comics that never went anywhere that was a real possibility yeah but he said who has the money who has the lawyers that's who wins the day so by the 70s marvel had taken the copyright and created their version of captain marvel 
So they couldn't, DC couldn't call the book Captain Marvel, so the title it Shazam mm-hmm. for the next 30 years. And on all the merchandise, they only use Shazam, even though in the books they still called him Captain Marvel. Right. Just the logo and the merchandising was all Shazam until 2011. The character was officially changed to yeah. just Shazam. So he's, and he's no longer Captain Marvel. The 1970s television show right. was Shazam. And uh, which you can now watch. It's been remastered and restored on the DC Universe app. And let me tell you, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to watch the first episode and I was like, why is Captain Marvel driving around in a van with some old man? It was weird. <laughs> like, I remember I, I had seen it at a very young age in, in uh, reruns, but I was like, I don't remember it being this awful. So, well, get watch it now before you cancel all that and describe yeah, the Disney. No doubt. So, anyways, so that's a little history about Shazam or Captain Marvel, um, what have you. But yeah, this 2011 series was it the New mm-hmm. 52? I think yeah. they were this basically laid the groundwork for this story the right. the being a foster kid you know the 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 the, well, the wizard was there from the beginning but basically the movie is the modern continuity i yes. think they were shaping up they knew these movies was probably on the horizon so yeah pretty most, comic accurate most definitely um so yeah so billy of course is a, is an orphan he's searching for he was he was separated from from his mother at when he was like four or five years old and never found her was never reunited ended up in the foster system going from house to house to house um running away uh getting in trouble that type of thing so that establishes who billy batson is at this point he's about 14 15 years old now the only thing the big michael i was talking to michael um a couple days or yeah, yesterday, last night. Michael took his grandson to this movie. Isn't that crazy? His five-year-old <laughs> grandson. He and he told me like he yeah. he said there were moments he looked over and saw his son and his grandson enjoying it and just this it it was an important milestone in yeah, his life. Apparently, he he made a very good point to me though, and uh, when we were kind of talking about it real quick, and he said he really felt that Zachary Levi, who was great. And he really enjoyed, played the part, just the way he talked and stuff, a little younger than the than the actor playing Billy Batson. That's interesting that I agree with Michael. I, I totally did too. I was like, that is, that you're right. That is a very good point. That is my, I don't know, it's not even really a criticism. But yeah, the kid playing Billy Batson, Asher Angel, he's very mature for his age. Yeah. And he's street smart, mm-hmm. and he doesn't take crap from anybody, and he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. He turns into Shazam with the wisdom of Solomon, <laughs> and he's all of a sudden, whoa, what's going on, everybody? Wow, this is yeah. so cool. Like, he's a completely different character. Yep. I got that from the trailer, too. I was, just, I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, individually, they're great. So, and, and again, I don't want Shazam with a bunch of angst. No, 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 no. So that the is... kid, the orphan kid, full of you know loneliness and separate. You know, I you know I don't have a family. I'm on my own. I wouldn't want that as the hero. So it's yeah. fine that changed, but it just yeah, they're two complete. You know, the coin flipped when he turns right. into Shazam. Yeah, 
because traditionally, you know, uh, Captain Marvel, Shazam, was always, you know, called the Big Red Cheese. Right. Because, you know, he was so campy and so innocent, which, you know, that's pretty much how Zachary Levi And that, like, him. does he, when, Comic Continuity, was he a different, like, did he remember his life as Billy? Or yeah. were they two separate no, I always... I mean, did he have the mind of a child? Yeah, was he, was, he... He, he was always... Yeah, he knew he, who he was, okay. yeah. Even though he looked, you know, was at peak performance, okay. more or less, when he when he became the superhero. Yeah, he was still... You know, that's why he was so campy and innocent. Um, and, yeah, different storylines where, you know, a lot of times in a group setting, Justice League or whatever, um, he would often clash... With some of the other characters, so so yeah, a great thing for DC to launch at the moment and shift some things up. I mean, even the Marvel movies like Ant Man aren't this straightforward no. as comedies, mm-hmm. and this was just joke, 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 yep. joke, and it, it didn't bother me. Uh, my main problem, I went on Tuesday night, and there were maybe four other people in the theater. Yeah, so the people in front of me didn't laugh at all, and there was mm-hmm. one woman behind me who laughed at everything. Which mm-hmm. is fine. That's what you're supposed yeah. to be there for. But she like, <laughs> and like she would cover her mouth. Like she was the only one laughing. So I'm yeah. sure it felt awkward. She was self-aware. Yeah, yeah. So I thought if this was a big crowd on opening night and everyone was laughing and cheering, it would have been a little, like the jokes may have landed a little more. Yeah. But yeah, it was the theater. It was just kind of watching it in my living room. Yeah. I should elaborate too. I don't want to sound like a horrible father. I took my son <laughs> on opening night. Too late. The next night I took, I took Carly. I took my daughter. Um, because she was a little heartbroken that I didn't take her the night before, but she was really tired. <laughs> She'd had volleyball that night, whatever. And um, so I took her, just her and I went the next night on Friday night. But neither time we went, we went to the 10 o'clock again, but the theater had like maybe a dozen people in it total. So each, each night. Isn't living in a small town great? Yeah, yeah. So, but I I had just as much fun the second showing as I did the, you know, the first go round. Um, I thought, you know, we talked about Zachary Le- Levi. We talked about the kid that played Billy Batson. Um, I thought Mark Strong was a good enough villain. Former Sinestro. Yeah. Yeah. He's now Dr. Savannah. With a new twist, you know, Dr. Savannah was always... I'm sorry, I hate to do this. I know Michael doesn't really listen. But Dr. Savannah, or as some people call him, Dr. Sylvania. (laughs) (laughs) I I would not have known we would ever mention the name Dr. Savannah on this show. I didn't have the heart to correct him last night. Um, But he was traditionally a very, you know, he's a mad scientist. He's a light bulb guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I will burn bright with my bulbs. Yeah. Um, but he was always much older than that was the big contrast from between him and Billy. You know, he was this old, creepy scientist and Billy was this young, vibrant kid. So But um he But when your dad's Lionel Luther I know. We had John we had John Glover from Smallville show up as I, everyone's worst father. <laughs> I can only see him as Lionel Luther now, too. I was like, this is weird. You're Superman's dad. Or Lex Luthor's dad. So, yeah. So, But he, he was fine in it. You know, he, he gives a 
bad dad vibe. And, off. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought he was threatening, mm-hmm. and like I said, he played well uh, as the world weary, <laughs> the guy who knows everything versus. The innocent, new at this guy. Mm-hmm. He just was annoyed. Like, why do you not know the rules to this? Right. <laughs> Let's just do what we're supposed to do. So, yeah. So, we have Dr. Savannah who is on a quest to... Um, find, once again, the wizard Shazam. Because... Uh, he is tested by the wizard as a child to be the champion. To be, you know, take take the 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 mantle of uh the hero that seemed like a new wrinkle yeah totally different yeah. yeah yeah so but that was his motivation um instead he encounters he he uh takes the power from the seven deadly sins so right out of the comics the seven deadly sins and they were pretty scary yeah although i'm not sure where magic and wizardry has his basis in Judeo-Christian belief mm-hmm. in sin, but hey, it was the forties. Yeah. yeah, right. So just go with it. <laughs> it pays off. <laughs> um, so not only are we does you know Shazam have to fight Doctor Savannah in in a newly powered up version, he's got the the seven deadly sins inside of him that are carrying, uh, giving him the power and and able to come out. Um, you know. And be scary and gargoyle looking. So. But, you know, Shazam himself, well, the wisdom of Solomon, strength of Hercules, stamina of Atlas, power of Zeus, courage of Achilles, speed of Mercury. S H A Z A M. So he has his own repertoire of powers. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean. Did everything? Did it was a, a good enough mix? Was there enough superhero-y stuff to mix with the comedy? Or can, can we talk about Freddie Freeman for oh, a minute? Oh, sure. Jack Dylan Grazer. That kid is a star. Was he not the kid? Was he? He was from It, correct? Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yes. Yes. I did not put that together. Yeah, yeah he's the one that Justin said would be a star. Yes. Yeah. So, Look at him go. <laughs> he was my favorite part of this movie. That was Freddie Freeman. Yeah, and Freddie Freeman is disabled. I listen to you, Justin. <laughs> uh, Freddie Freeman is a disabled character. That was, you know, he's got a crutch and can't move very well. And uh, traditionally, he, you know, he would say Captain Marvel Jr. or Captain Marvel to turn into <laughs> Captain Do- Marvel Jr. Doctor Curdle. In the same way that. Captain Marvel would say Shazam to turn into, you know, mm-hmm. into his peak performance. Um, so, yeah, we so we've had the Captain Marvel family forever. It was just Freddie and Mary. Mm-hmm. And the more recent comics have added all his brothers and sisters. So the other foster kids. Yeah, we knew that from the comics. I wasn't sure how far we'd get to that. I didn't know. The trailers did a good job hiding. We didn't know mm. where all this was headed, so I thought maybe they would wait till a sequel. That's maybe. what I thought too. Yeah. So I won't give away what happens, but you know, I I, I was pleasantly surprised to see mm-hmm. how far we got to it. Yeah. So, is there any other big moments you want to talk about? Um. I, let me Be- get my let me get my negativity out of the way first. Okay. 
Um, like the he hated this movie. No, I just it just didn't. I'm incapable of joy. Okay, <laughs> let's just start there. No, <laughs> but like magic. Always, I'm never fans of magic characters because they can just zippity zappity zoo. Like, there's never rules to magic. It's just, oh, I'm able to do this. And I'm able to do that, and we'll just reverse that and do that. So they're just we don't. We don't have the ground rules to magic. So when he gets all this power, that was cool seeing him test it and all this stuff. Yeah. But again, by the end of the movie, I still didn't know what is he capable of. What is the villain's plot? Can he just go back to the Rock of Eternity? Where are we? You know, all the... Yeah, the rules weren't clearly defined. I'll just mm-hmm. say that. And I didn't, like... The effects weren't great. Like what? Like him flying... It just mm-hmm. didn't look like we've had a lot of movies with people flying. I didn't notice. Yeah, it just looked like, off to me. There's a shot, and it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Coming off the roof. When he comes off the roof. That was amazing. That was my Wonder Woman in No Man's Land moment. Yes, I was yeah. like, this is everything a DC movie should be. Yeah. When he his his family is in trouble. They are in peril. And Billy, through the whole movie, he has done nothing but run. As a child would. He would run from danger. That's what you teach your children a lot of times. You know, get out of there. Run away. And that's what he does. He's always, his entire life, only looked out for himself. So, in that moment, when he has the, finally has to choose, is he going to try and help this new family, the foster family he has, or run away and he runs up to the roof and just a leap of faith off of that that uh, skyscraper and you you know you get that shazam and he's just chest <laughs> out and that lightning strikes and i was just like yeah that's that's it right there for me yeah that was great i it just hit and him in the suit it looked very padded and like his head was a wee, like his neck was real skinny <laughs> but his shoulders were huge like it was hard to take seriously, which again, the big red cheese right. is not meant to be exactly you know dark brooding Batman. He's supposed to be big and colorful, but I don't know. I never bought into. I was never like whisked away, and was wasn't you know mm-hmm. experiencing it like I wasn't oh drawn into this. So I, the whole time, I'm at a distance for the you know just seeing how artificial it all is. And that could just be my psychological damage. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it was you would say it was very DC, and it was very DC. It was everything, uh, not everything, but a lot of stuff that a lot of the reasons I love DC they put into this movie. Um, and yeah, people have been raving about this movie, and I won't ever say anyone's wrong because I, I I see the quality of it. I it was mm-hmm. very well made. Yeah, I said it just had some issues for me but yeah this is absolutely if you can't go into this movie expecting to see iron man or captain america or anything that looks like that it's just it's a totally different thing although i'll say my favorite scene was toward the end at the carnival and the little girl with her dad mm-hmm. where he gives her the stuffed tiger and yeah. i thought that in the theater I'm thinking, screw you, Zack Snyder. Like, right there is a hero. Yeah. And it was just a short little moment, and it was just him connecting, because he's a kid, too, and he sees the fear in her eyes, 
And it was oh that 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 scene that and the roof jumping yep. were the two things that got me the most. Yeah, they really stood out. The um the other little thing I want to mention real quick is what I was talking about. They took a shot at Zack Snyder. This this movie is a Christmas movie. Um, I wish it had come out during Christmas. It would have made it a little bit better. But that's where it takes place. We're in the Christmas season. And um, and it was in, in, interesting that they chose Philadelphia and not Fawcett City. It was Fawcett Central School, right? but not Fawcett City. I thought that was kind of weird. But um, there's a scene where there's a little boy... And he has a Batman doll and a Superman doll. And <laughs> and he's fighting them, pitting them against each other. And like, you know, as a kid would kind of... You mean Batman v Superman? Yes. And he looks up out of his window and he sees Shazam kind of rise up and fly through. And they make eye contact. And in that moment, he drops both of those dolls. <laughs> and I was like, somebody gets it. <laughs> He's like, Martha, get in here. Look at this guy. <laughs> I was like, that is a direct <laughs> shot fired at Zack Snyder. So, great moment. I I snickered. I loved that. Um, yeah, and they're all running a few Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. If, if you may have missed, obviously, holy moly was his catchphrase for years and years. Mm-hmm. He worked in a few holy molies. He said Fawcett Central. The comic books were Fawcett Comics. Yeah. Um, we got a hint of Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I saw Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was a he gets a producer credit on this movie. Oh, okay. And he still he has a solo movie at some point in yeah. in production, which would be a prequel, most likely than yeah, to this movie. Because I heard like you know, obviously Black Adam is his main counterpart. Right. He was the previous champion. Right. Yeah. So we got a hint that there was a previous champion. Right. So that's laying the groundwork for his origin. Who unleashed the seven deadly sins. Right. Yeah. Uh, Talkie Tawny, the, <laughs> the anthropomorphic tiger. Yep. There were tigers all throughout this On movie. On Billy's backpack. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Hoppy, the Marvel bunny. There was a stuffed animal on the girl's bed. They had a... There was a I, bunny who was part yeah. of the Marvel family. Uh, there was a good big reference. Oh, was there ever. Very direct. Mm-hmm. Um Everyone said this is like Superman meets big. Yeah. And they leaned into that. <laughs> In a good way. A uh, couple good video game references with a Hadouken and a fatality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this was a reference whatsoever, but they the school security guard. I was like, why is his name badge right on camera? Mm-hmm. Moran. Yeah. And they made a joke about it, but... Alan Moore, well, not Alan Moore, but the character Marvel Man, mm-hmm. who is a very, if anyone was ripping off anyone, <laughs> Marvel Man ripped off Captain Marvel in the British comic books of way back in the day. There was a, he was named Mike Moran, and when he said the magic word Kamota, he turned into <laughs> Marvel Man, which he's only really famous because uh, Alan Moore took over the character in the 1980s and did it as a deconstruct pre-watchman as a deconstruction of superheroes. So I thought, are they naming a character after hmm. Miracle Man? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to assume it's an Easter egg, but who knows. And did you catch <laughs> in the pawn shop scene, did you see the doll sitting on the on the uh, counter? 
I don't think so. There was an Annabelle doll. Uh-uh. Which the director, yeah. David Sandberg, he's right. only made three. This is his third feature film. Yeah. He made Lights Out, the horror movie, and Annabelle Creation. Yeah. I knew that. So yeah. in the pawn shop, they walk in, and there's that creepy Annabelle <laughs> doll sitting there. I was like, that's a weird thing to put in. Okay, cool. And I realized today, Annabelle is also in Aquaman. Really? Because the director of Aquaman, James Wan, directed The Conjuring, mm-hmm. which was the movie yeah. Annabelle spun out of. So there's a scene at the bottom of the ocean. They're looking at man's destruction of the ocean. There's a bunch of garbage. And, there's a doll and in the there. corner, there's an Annabelle doll laying on the bottom of the ocean. It's like, I think every DC... This is the Stan mm-hmm. Lee. Annabelle is the Stan Lee of DC yeah. now. Huh. So, yeah. I um, I really like this movie. I, I, I laughed at all the jokes, as corny as some of them were. Um, I thought the the... It, it was being familiar with Captain Marvel, Shazam, all those characters. I pretty much knew what to expect for the most part. I know the origin, all that stuff, you know, the basic origin story. Um, but for the general public who doesn't, um, I thought this was a neat movie to do to present at this time because it's a different take. It's a different origin story. Um, always has been. That's always been an appeal to to kids uh, reading those comics. And I thought they. Yeah. How, what do you connect with more? A guy who's a newspaper reporter who put takes off his glasses and becomes a hero, or a kid who but, shouts a magic word and boom, he's the hero. Like, right. It's just intrinsically more exciting for that audience. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Yeah, and they did. Um, they did a couple neat things that. Where, um, you know, we were talking about he always runs from the villain, from the danger, whatever. And um, he very quickly learns, you know, say Shazam, he's back to Billy, and he fits right into the crowd. You know, he doesn't have to put a pair of glasses on, and, and nobody notices him anymore. He's just a dumb kid again. So... Um, there's also, you know, there, the, the only other thing I, we really didn't touch on, I think, um, there's a pretty big cameo at the end. I wonder what the reaction is. Oh, you're talking about the other guy. No, no, no. I'm talking... The little guy or no, the big no, guy? No, the big guy. <laughs> we'll get to the little guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the very end, there's a... Uh, I like that. That was fun. I, I did too. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. So, um... Yes. So the other the other thing, uh, a lot of people aren't going to know. I, I I hope it's just weird. Like people just laugh at how absurd it is, right? And they don't have to know. It's just <laughs> fun. Yeah, yeah. So the the other the post credit scene is Mister Mind, which in the DC universe he's a he's a little teeny tiny caterpillar. With, who is a supervillain. An extra-dimensional worm who feeds on brainwaves mm-hmm. and is capable of getting people to do his bidding. First appeared in 1943, created by Otto Bender and C.C. Beck. Also, the focal point of the first long-form serialized comic storyline, <coughs> The Monster Society of Evil, stretched <laughs> over two years in the comics. Back when comics, it was yeah. one issue or half an issue was a full story. They did the first long form story. So, also one of my favorite villains and one of and uh, 
one of my favorite runs, 52. Love 52. Um, and yeah, Mr. Mind, spoilers, takes yeah. over to Skeets, yeah. Booster Golds. Then they turn him into some like cosmic level <laughs> threat. He was, yeah. Mr. Mind was just the, uh, like the larval stage of right. some galactic being. Yeah. Pretty neat. But yeah, I mean, for a first movie, that's all the villains I can name from Shazam. From Shazam. Black yeah. Adam, Savannah, <laughs> Mr. Mind, and we even got, uh, a little peek of the guys with crocodiles for heads. The yeah. Mo- the monster men. Yeah. In the doors. Yeah. So. So without feeling I, crowded at all, they worked in. <laughs> they got it in there. All the villains. Uh, they probably thought this is our, <laughs> we don't know if we're getting another shot at this. How this is going to go. I thought they knocked it out of the park. I really did. Um, I love, we've talked, I love Wonder Woman. I really liked uh, the Aquaman movie. I thought they did him justice and, you know, very much. That scene in Wonder Woman where she pops out in No Man's Land. The point in Aquaman when he comes out of that waterfall in the traditional Aquaman armor, the suit. And then when Billy jumps off that roof, man, I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, I don't I don't need every movie to be like this, but I think there's room there's room for serious dark drama. There's room for funny family comedy. I, the more the merrier to me so mm-hmm. keep it going I, I it would be cool to add him to the DC universe yeah and like having him you know how they would have Flash mm-hmm. be the motor mouth out right. of place kid in the Justice League I could see Shazam being that same thing yeah being the one who doesn't quite fit in there so yeah that's all I got I feel like I've got a lot off of my <laughs> yeah. chest Feeling good? Yeah, now? we didn't cover too many topics. This is going to be an easy one to write up because we yeah. didn't cover a whole lot, but we covered a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars, Disney, Shazam, boom, done. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this was episode one fifty one. In case you do not know by now, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, TuneIn app, uh, Spotify. You can get us on Spotify now. Stream us. Um, our website www.udownwithkpp.com find us on Facebook pal, pal, pal. start over <laughs> start over <laughs> find us on Facebook Kapow the Pop Cultured Podcast on Twitter at the Kapow yeah, Podcast there it is we don't edit that's a lot like of many of those lesser <laughs> podcasts. That's a lot of plugs we just roll with it and if you're we're in the movie section if you're on Facebook uh, the Poobah has begun his top 100 movie Ooh, yeah. countdown. Oh, yeah. Well, let's say something real quick about that. We I've only done three days so far as of this recording. Uh, my number 100 was something. Um, <laughs> the Lobster? The Lobster, yes. Uh, 2015. And, and then the next one was uh, Spider-Verse. <laughs> last year he's, he's already got him so he's written him up yeah. he's got him so far planned out he's forgotten no what idea. he put out there and then 98 was Rosemary's Baby <laughs> um, so hmm. yeah. on there you can follow it every day for 100 days I'm going to count down my top 100 and not just listing your, your like your favorite quote you're yeah. showing some images that you think define the movie, so yes, uh, it's a, worth a following along. Little blurb of what I thought of it, and and he's already sick of doing it. That's <laughs> <laughs> already too much work. Yeah, I did the second day. I was like, "What? I got to do this again?" 
<laughs> you really Any, made a commitment there. <laughs> anyway, I'm 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 into it. I'm finally getting it out there. So you know, you've heard me name probably all of them at some point on the podcast, but counting them down. So mm-hmm. comment. Let me know what you think. I don't even care if you say this is stupid. Comment. <laughs> um so yeah, follow that. And the next I'll update you next time. Yeah, and we'll be back shortly with more pop culture news. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm Seth. Bye forever. Shazam. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.